0: Hey, it's seven minutes after 11 o'clock on a Frost Your Buns Friday. Brian, are you sure we should be putting this uh, caller on the line? I'm not so sure. Because um, you are, you know, you're the the uh, the filter here. You're the one that makes sure that it's... Well, I'm not m- sure it's a, uh, a sales announcement, but I wanted to check to see if the messages that Candace was going to relay today were worthy of a sales message and if it... If it you know, warranted it, I would transfer her to the sales sales department. Yeah, Yeah, because you don't want to, you know, take money right off out of their uh, paychecks. uh, And I thought maybe today would be a good day for you to practice your commercial abilities because, you know, in this business, we get assigned production. Yeah. And, you know, if she can give you the information... But we, we're like going to do, do it on the prac- air. Yeah, do a practice commercial kind of like I, I, I think this is cheating the sales department, but I'm going to No, gonna find no. Out. We would be sure. doing Yeah. You're, uh-huh, sure. You're like a steel fine. trap. All right. All right. We'll find out. Uh, Candice, good morning. Hi. No, I'm not. I, I always sound like this. <laughs> uh, Candice, what is hounds for Huntington's?
1: Yeah, so it is an event that we put on every year. We invite people to bring their dogs, and we kind of basically raise money for the Huntington's Disease Society of America to do research for to cure Huntington's.
0: Okay, see, Brian, it does. It sounds like something that should have gone through sales. It kind of does. Yeah, you, you, but I'm curious. But what she exactly? She said she likes the tone of your voice to do the ads. The dulcet tones yes, of my voice. Uh huh. Uh, So (laughs) people need to know what Huntington's is before they know if they want to be a part of this. So we ought to explain what Huntington's Huntington's disease is.
1: Yeah, it's a genetic disease. Um, It's neurological, so it's kind of your brain stops firing in the right ways, and you lose a lot of motor function, um, which is a lot of your movements. You're walking, you're talking, you're eating, things like that, and you kind of just degenerate stuff keeps happening in your body until you can't take care of yourself anymore. And it happens kind of in midlife or in your, starting in your 40s. And um, it's a fatal disease. So you're, you die by the time you're in your 50s or 60s a lot of times. And so it's kind of a heartbreaking disease that we're trying to raise money for to get a cure for and research for.
0: And so in order to do this, you're encouraging dog lovers, whether they have a dog or not, to go Absolutely. to Twin Lakes Recreation Area? On October 21th?
1: Yeah, well, on the 21st, we're all going to get together. We're going to show off our dogs. It's so close to um, Halloween. If your dog has a costume, bonus points if you match your dog. Uh, we'll have a costume contest and see which dog has the best trick. And so there'll be prizes for humans and dogs. Um, but we're hoping to just get people together to talk about Huntington's, raise awareness, and raise some
0: money. You see, it's a good thing you didn't give out the time, because then it would have kind of crossed the line as far as, you know, a commercial. Yeah, yeah, because the 21st is like a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, people are probably going to be free early in the morning. they would be listening to Gary on Guns, uh, and then they could uh, they could go on out to Twin Lakes at, say, 9.30 or something in the morning. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think I don't think they're prepared to buy an ad, so I I don't think we so can we... transmit any of this information to anyone. But I mean, if we did, for example, what would the commercial sound like? Oh, you know? it would be great, uh, In, uh, it would be did, dog do lovers some, everywhere. Do you need some background music or anything, or no, 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 no. no are you huh? Sure, I, I think it would be dry because you wanted to have some input, dry. Yeah, no. you. Oh. You have to have for... some music. No, no, Brian, I'm afraid to turn you loose on that part of this. (laughs) Why? Because I don't trust you. Oh, no, I I I have perfect music music that you could uh, do the commercial by. Oh, I am so ashamed of... of, uh, Are uh, are you ready to start the commercial? uh, Okay, cue it up. I uh, for Huntington's. To uh, celebrate and raise money to fight Huntington's disease. That's huh? terrible. That's terrible. Is that bad? Yeah, that's that's awful. Well, it, it, you try and get it all in there. That that we're raising money for Huntington's disease to find a cure. Uh, we're doing it with dogs. Uh, if you're a dog lover, bring your dog out there. All kinds of contests, all kinds of fun. October twenty first, Twin Lakes Recreation Area. Uh, at 2500 Chapel Hill Road, uh, and it starts at 930 in the morning. You can't do that with that music in the background, Brian. That's true. I never thought about that. I apologize.
1: I'm sorry. uh, If if
0: somebody wants to get more information (coughs) that we could relay, but we can't, where would they go to get more information about this? You can
1: definitely just shoot me an email. I'm at Candace Rodman, C-A-N-D-A-C-E, r-o-d-m-a-n at com. Email me anytime and I'll be happy to answer any questions anybody has.
0: Perfect. And I apologize for your next door neighbor too. Just an <laughs> Yeah, Candice, the best thing you could do is uh, move. Uh, your real Probably. estate values are just going to plummet as long as you're living next door to Hanson. Uh, I am sorry, Candace, We can't promote this. Yeah. Uh, it has to go through the sales department. So uh, on October 21st, dog lovers out there uh, who want to go out to Twin Lakes Recreation uh, Area uh, at 9:30 in the morning to have all kinds of fun and contests and all that stuff, uh, we can't tell anybody about it. Sorry, yes. Candace.
1: That's, I understand. Um, if you could tell people to go to the Facebook page, that's okay. We'll just advertise that way. Since you what guys Facebook can't help page. Yeah, Hounds for Huntington's 2023. It's on Facebook, so they can always go there since you guys can't help me
0: out. Yeah, I can't put that on there either. Mm Okay, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Candice. It would have been a great event had you promoted it in advance. Yeah. Yeah. And I love dogs. I would love, I just, I just love dogs. Uh, It would be so much fun to go to. But now I don't know about it because I can't promote it. (laughs)
1: Thanks, Candice. Palmer, well. thank you so much for trying. I appreciate it, guys. All
0: right, uh, sales department next year, okay? Okay, thank All you, right. <sighs> Brian. You're you're supposed to be the filter. You're the steel trap. I did. Um, I wasn't sure. So no, we have I, to I am sure things, that you you know. screwed the pooch on this one. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible disease, Huntington's disease is. Uh, I certainly hope that they uh, they raise a lot of money and that they find a cure. Uh, Brian may be suffering from a malady here. He, he and I were chatting uh, during the break, and apparently uh, you suffer from uh, triscodecophobia. I do? I Oh, yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs>
0: it took me a minute. It's like, yeah, I, I certainly do. I oh, you, you I do. don't walk under ladders. I, I avoid... Well, you avoid black cats, too, don't you? I avoid all cats. <laughs> well, that would include black ones, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I have no use for cats. But, uh, yes, today is Friday the 13th, and I was just wondering if there are really people out there that are superstitious... And really, so you know, you're making fun of them. Uh, you, you could say, by the way, you said superstitious. Come on. That can't be. People really avoid uh, getting on an elevator because it goes to uh, floor number thirteen. Do you whatever. answer that for me? I will. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> we are a well. We are a team here. Uh, anybody out there that is uh, that looks at Friday the thirteenth and thinks they should stay home or Uh, Are you superstitious? And what superstitions do you really, you know, cater to? Uh, The number 13, uh, the fear of the number 13 is called Triscodecophobia. But there are others, too. Like uh, if you spill salt, do you throw it over your shoulder? Do you get concerned when a black cat walks in front of you? Do you avoid walking under ladders? If a mirror breaks, do you think to yourself, oh boy, oh, there's seven years', that's seven years bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> I must have broken a, a, at least two mirrors since I've come to work uh, for Zimmer. Because for 15 years, i am looking into them, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's my handsome face that can't take it. <laughs> Anybody out there, if you've got a superstition that, that uh, you adhere to, and a lot of people do, what is it? Give me a call, 874-9390, 800-529-5572. Are you superstitious? Which ones really, you know, bother you? Are you afraid of black cats in front of you? Do, does a broken mirror concern you? Do you throw salt over your shoulder? Is 13th a bad number? Do you Would you be afraid to live on the 13th floor of an apartment building? Gary Nolan Zimmer Radio Network. It is 20 minutes after 11 o'clock. It's Friday the 13th. Does that bother anybody? Do you have any superstitions that you um, that you adhere to? I used to throw... Sh- and this is so stupid. I, I, if I would spill salt, I would throw salt over my shoulder.
1: The whole salt I, shaker or just no, salt? No, no,
0: I'd hit somebody in the face with that. <laughs> no, just a little bit of salt. And I don't even know why I did it. I guess... Um, I don't even know why I did it. I, I mean, I don't do it anymore. It's, it occurs to me that it's pretty stupid. I don't even know where it started. Who I came up either. with that? I have no idea. My mother used to have one. If you laugh before breakfast, you'll cry before dinner. You never wanted to have a good time in the morning before <laughs> breakfast uh, because uh, the threat of a, a, a you know something going horribly wrong before dinner. I don't know where these things start, these superstitions. I don't know how they got started, but there are a ton of them. Yeah, there is a ton of them. In fact, uh, I looked up uh, superstitions, knocking on wood. <laughs> yeah, and I do that. That one I still do. There's no reason to do it. Uh, walking under a ladder. I don't care about the that. A broken mirror. Yeah. Step on a crack, break your mother's back. Lucky pennies. Lucky penny? Yeah. What's a lucky penny? What well, makes a penny lucky? I don't know, but I remember... In the old days, people used to put uh, those pennies in your loafers. Remember that? Yeah, penny loafers. Yep. Uh, Don't know if that had something to do with it or not. Let's see. What about four-leaf clovers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Four-leaf clovers was a, uh, if you found one, you were supposed to keep it for luck. (laughs) (laughs) What a waste of time. Yeah. Who gets close enough to the lawn? (laughs) <laughs> to see a four-leaf clover <laughs> or is it a three-leaf clover which one is the one that's that's it's four th- that uh supposedly they're very rare they are occasionally you can find them it's just that you know yeah, you got to be sleeping on the lawn to find them uh not Pretty sure much that. yeah so is there a superstition the knock on wood thing I've stunned it just realized that I do that uh I'll, you know for luck and Sometimes I have to use Brian's head because it's the closest <laughs> thing to solid wood, but I still do that. Uh, the other ones, I don't think I—I I think I've given up on the other ones. There are some other ones I've never even heard of. Really, uh, avoid booking flights on nine eleven. Oh, now we know where that started. Yeah, but if you're booking the flight on nine eleven, doesn't mean you're you're taking off and landing on nine eleven. I know, but people are superstitious. Uh, let's see. Beginner's luck. Upside-down bread is what? bad. What's a How is bread upside-down? Uh, well, you flip it upside-down. You know, there's a top of a bread and a, the upside-down side. How do I know the upside? On the heel, I could tell. <laughs> but uh, the slice of bread from the middle of the, of the loaf, which side is up and which side is down? I don't know. I'm just reading... As I go here, sitting at the corner of a table impacts your relationship. That one I've never heard of. I've never heard of that one either. But I'll, I'll look out for it. Uh, let's see. Um, no, Dwayne, you are wrong. Gary Candice was the one who called on the Christmas pickle. No, it is not. It is absolutely positively not her. Uh, RJ says, a friend of mine uh, back in my teenage years used to spit out the window if a black cat crossed in front of the car. He also would get rather upset if he hit a bird with a car, as that was supposed to mean someone was going to die. Oh, that reminds me of another one. Uh, if you... Hitting a bird with a car is a task. I, I don't know very many people who have done that. Um, But... There was, uh, if a bird flies in the house, somebody is going to die. Somebody in the family will die. Uh, my mother used to believe that one. Uh, my superstition that gets me if I spill table salt, if I do take a pinch of the salt and throw it over my left shoulder. All right, let me uh, let me see. Ray has a superstition. Have you ever heard the, 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 the bird in the house thing? Never. Uh-uh. My family was sometimes strange. That's all I can say. You know, a- any time that oh, hold on, let me get Ray.
1: Uh, Ray, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, you talked about the lucky penny. That's if you find a penny that's heads up, it's lucky. If it's tails, you leave it, leave it there, and don't pick it up because it's supposed to be unlucky.
0: Okay. So I don't know how they came to that conclusion, but I, don't I hate either, this. And
1: I don't do it. But if I see money on the ground, I generally pick it up. I don't care yeah. what it which way. It
0: looks, you know. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it's good luck if I'm a penny richer. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Are, the, are there any uh, it's the only thing you can get the government doesn't tax. Is, is, are there any
1: superstitions you follow? Um, other than knocking on wood, but it's you know, in our office, it's kind of hard to find wood nowadays. Everything's
0: plastic. Or- yeah. Well, uh, I got Brian. I don't know how you get around that but I got Brian right, Ray thank you for the call glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show (laughs) there are some strange ones out there Uh, let's see you just took my superstition with salt I won't pick up a penny if it's heads down see uh, uh, it's money I take it you don't want it I'll take it do you really pick up change when you see it on the parking lot sure wow yeah no I just leave it there because you're so rich. You, no, it, you just don't know where it's been. Uh you don't know where the money has been when you get it out of the cash register. Yeah, I understand that, but you see, I what I do is I take it to the cash. I go buy something. It. I go buy something in front of you, and then uh, you end up with the money in your hand. And <laughs> it's let me get Richard in here. Richard, good morning.
1: If you pick up money heads up, you have good luck. If you pick up, if you don't pick up money with the tails up, you have no sense.
0: Uh, you have no sense. That's good. All right, Richard. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. You have no sense. I see how he did that. I saw that. Uh, all right, uh, if you got a superstition, uh, let me know what it is. Give me a call, 874 9390 529 or go to GaryNolan.com. Send me a message. Uh, there is apparently more to the uh, Biden secret, top secret document story, and it's starting to gain traction. I am sure that they're going to prosecute it. They're going to go after him to the fullest extent of the law. He'll never get out of jail. Oh, yeah, they're going to lock him up and throw away the key. Not. Um, all right, so we've got that. Uh, I, I want to get to this uh, university thing, the Missouri University thing, because it's it's, uh, it's crazy that we're using tax dollars to fund a bunch of progressives who are buying into the whole gender dysphoria thing. How much time? How much time? Where do I have? We uh, have uh, two and a half minutes. All right, so I'm going to get uh, John on the line. John, good morning.
1: Yes, sir. My superstition is... I was taught by the old folks that if you plant a willow tree, and then whenever it gets up to six foot and throws a six foot shadow, so a male person in your family will die.
0: Well, it happened. Wait, wait a minute. You you plant what kind of tree? A
1: uh, weeping willow or a, a willow weep, tree?
0: A weeping willow, and if it can cast a six foot shadow, some male member of the family will die. Exactly. So and why would had- you ever plant one of those trees? I don't, but it did because my parents did. Wow. I've never heard that one before.
1: You haven't? Well, well that, that's my superstition. I will never plant a willow tree. My
0: parents did. Well, they're a dirty tree anyway. I don't blame you. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, John. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Steve, good
1: morning. Good morning. Hi, hey, Gary. I got one. My grandfather taught me: if the black fuzzy caterpillars cross the road, you'll have a bad winter.
0: If a black cat crosses no. caterpillar,
1: oh, a black if caterpillar, a caterpillar, yeah, if they cross the street, cross the road, there, it'll be a bad winter.
0: How, how long it, do you have to wait is, to find out if they cross the road? Because they don't move. No, no. When you're driving, you'll just when you're driving, you'll just see them
1: crossing the road. Your eyes are better yeah, than mine. You that. can
0: see a caterpillar while you're driving at speed, crossing the road? Yeah,
1: they're they're big, yeah.
0: <laughs> <buzzer>. <laughs> no, Gary just know. drives it over I just them. probably crush them. <laughs> <him.
1: laughs> yeah, you probably do, but they do. I mean, it does seem like it's right. All right, Steve,
0: thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. No, Absolutely, have, se- have you ever seen a black caterpillar while you are driving down the road no, at speed? No, can't say that I have. Uh-uh. Yeah, I do Break gonna, uh, for squirrels, though. <laughs> <laughs> you stop for a caterpillar, you're going to have an accident. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, uh, we got a lot of ground to cover and only 30 minutes to do it in. So, well, hang on, because we're going to get you some more information about Biden and those top secret documents. Coming up on a Froster Friday, the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. I don't know. how We're going to get to all this in the next uh, half hour, but we're going to try. It's eleven thirty-five on a Froster Buns Friday. Uh, Shannon says, uh, "If you find a penny heads down, I heard you're supposed to flip it heads up to change your luck, and then leave it for the next person." Well, that's an interesting way to make a penny. Uh, just stand behind somebody else and pick it up. Steve says, "Wear your shirt inside out to get rain." Here's the uh, if you really want a superstition you need to pay attention to uh it's this one, and I heard this one is is really catching on if you miss an episode of the Gary Nolan show, you will have thirteen years of bad luck, <laughs> so you know, that one is true, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, suppose we can we can start one here and and see if we can get it to catch on. Uh, but that's, you know, if you want bad and luck. you will incur a lot of fines, too, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, except that I don't know who gets the money. I, I never get any money. I never get any of that. I'm taking care of it all. Trust me, I, I believe I believe you are taking <laughs> care of it all. Roger says a banana in a fishing boat is bad luck. What? Who the hell came out? Are they making stuff. I think this stuff people up? are just. I think so. Yeah. I think they're they're just making this stuff up. <laughs> if you eat liver and onions, you'll puke. How's that? <laughs> that's, that's one that I believe in. Oh man, I think they're making it up. All right, eight seven four ninety three ninety eight and who? The, I mean. Banana in a fishing boat. <laughs> oh, who came up with that idea? Uh, right. Uh, it appears that um, Joe Biden and those classified documents—they knew about it a year before we did. A year before. They just—they just uncovered this, um, and apparently, it's getting picked up by mainstream media. Oh, they're just a little bit late. That's all. Well, the president's lawyers said that the classified documents that were kept in Biden, uh, that uh, that were kept from Biden's time as vice president were discovered at the Penn Central State, uh, Center on November 2th of 2022. November 2nd, 2022, they discover they have this um, cache of docu- uh, of classified documents. Uh, The House Oversight Committee has compiled evidence that shows the timeline of the relevant events began a year earlier in 2021. And at least five White House employees were involved in the cover-up. There is no reasonable explanation as to why this many White House employees and lawyers were so concerned with retrieving boxes they believed only contained personal documents and materials. Uh, This is uh, the words of James Comer. Uh, He's the committee chairman. The letter details how White House staff coordinated the organizing, the moving, and the removing of boxes at at the Penn uh, Biden Center that were found to contain classified materials beginning in March of 2021. But it wasn't until November 2022, over a year later the Biden administration let the National Archives know that it had discovered the improperly held classified documents. Could this be part of the, oh boy, we can't go after Biden if I'm guilty of the same crime. We better find a way to explain all this. Apparently in March of 2021, uh, an assistant and a senior advisor to the president and also director of Oval Office Operations, her name is Annie uh, Tomasini, went to Penn Biden Center to take inventory of Biden's documents and materials. Then on June 28, 2022, at the direction of uh, Dana Ramis, uh, who worked at the White House, uh, White House counsel and assistant to the president, Biden's former assistant, Kathy Chung, uh, packed up President Biden's documents and materials. Notably, apparently, Remus contacted Chung on a personal phone number and private email address. And they did this to avoid or evade potential Freedom of Information Act's uh, disclosures. The day of that communication, May 24th, 2022, was also the exact time, uh, the exact same day the Department of Justice uh, subpoenaed Donald Trump for classified documents. That's just a coincidence, Brian. Just a coincidence. Yeah, just nothing to see here. Just By the way, in, in case you're wondering, uh, I'm not giving you this information from some, you know, right-wing conservative uh, magazine. CBS is reporting this.
1: That yeah, but even... they have
0: Catherine Harridge now, and she's right wing. So that's where that information is coming from. Oh, you think that's it? Uh, yeah. Catherine Herridge? Yeah. And by the way, the documents that were in uh, Biden's garage, those were completely safe. They were next to a Corvette. It was locked, and nobody, nobody would try to get in there. No, no. It, so it, that's I... why the FBI said, yeah, those are fine, just so you know. Yeah, well, you you put a car like that next to top secret documents. Uh-huh. And even the communist Chinese will go, "Ooh, look, Corvette. Corvette. Yeah, and they'll forget and they'll all ignore- about the documents. Yeah, right. It's, it's it's a it's a it's a CIA trick that you yeah. learned uh, many many years ago. Not. <sighs> All right, uh, CBS has uh, picked up that story about Biden. And if they're reporting it, 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 everybody's going to report it. The question is, is anything going to happen? And I would argue you're you're not going to see anything. Just not going to see anything. Uh, They're not going to arrest him. They're not going to charge him. Uh, they probably won't even do a uh, a deep dive investigation. They'll find it's some Just a way big to... misunderstanding. Yes. Besides, no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. Yeah, that's that's the mentality. Something like that. That's the mentality. Eight seven four ninety three ninety eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. This story about the uh, the university uh, citing... At, at, this is at MU. Siding with these transgender people, with people who, with kids who are confused, they shouldn't get any more tax dollars. I've argued this for the longest time. There should be no university that gets tax dollars. When the government gets involved, whether it's in producing the loans or in uh, underwriting the, the, the cost of the university's existence. It gives them money to waste. So instead of, you know, if you're taking, you know, if you're majoring in business or, or economics or whatever, instead of concentrating on that, they've got all kinds of extra money that they can start talking about race relations and sex and all kinds of other stuff. If they didn't have the extra money, They'd have to dedicate themselves to just teaching what they need to teach. But you keep throwing this money at them, and they start expanding. You know, how are we going to spend it now? Well, this is my whim. This is my, you know, this is where I want to spend it. And they got the money to do it. We're corrupting them with all this state money. And I would think that they would not be getting involved in this uh, with MU's health care. Uh, with gender-affirming surgery for minors, if they didn't have all that extra money. What Democrats fail to understand is that every time the government finds a way to siphon money into the education system, it drives up prices. And at the college level, that means you got to borrow more and more money to get your degree. Democrats don't see, they don't understand that. If every time they raise their prices, the market comes in with enough money that, you know, they have the tuition, then they are free to raise them. Again, everybody who sells anything will sell at where they get the maximum return. Sometimes they can make it up on volume and they can have a lower uh, overall dollar amount. But they generally, it's called what the market will bear and if you raise your prices too much and business slows down and you you lower your prices again you go up oh, that's where that's the sweet spot that's what the market will bear when it comes to college education there is no sweet spot there is no oh we've gone too far got to bring it back market won't won't tolerate that because no matter what it is you, you you raise the price to no matter how high you hike the tuition the government will find a way to give you the money so we've raised the price the tuition by two thousand dollars, and it didn't slow down. People keep coming in let's go another two grand next semester let's go another two grand the year after that. No matter what they do the the customer is still there because the government is finding a way to get them the money, guaranteeing the loans drives up the cost of tuition, and as that money rolls in, they have the money that they need to come up with all kinds of stupid, progressive ideas. Like gender affirming for minors. If these are medical professionals, they are, I believe, violating their Hippocratic oath. What they should be saying is, "This is a mental problem, and you should be getting some help for this." Because if you were born with an innie, you're a girl, and an Audi, but, but th- that'll hurt their feelings. Yeah. So. Um- we just need to affirm they're what they think they are. Dig in. Your feelings will change with a little counseling. Once you've seen the light, you'll realize that you are not the wrong sex in the right body or the wrong body in the right sex. You won't have that. That'll be gone. Cut their funding. Cut their funding. 874-9390, toll-free number 800-529-5572. Secret to living? Well, Wall Street Journal says it's not good habits. We'll explain that next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 1152 on a Froster Buns Friday. Tomorrow morning, we have uh, Gary on guns and... Um, it's going to be fun, and when you look at what's going on in Israel, there are a lot of lot uh, lots to tie tomorrow's show in with uh, current events. But next is Glenn Beck, and right after that, Sean Hannity, then uh, Doctor Randy Tobler. I got to get Randy to come back on the show. Uh, I always enjoy chatting with Randy, and uh, I've been on his show several times. I think I got a. I think I think he owes me. I think he does, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I want to do a quick update here. Uh, people have been sending me messages and very kind messages about my wife. We, uh, As I explained, uh, her cancer returned. And she went through some very extensive surgery, 10-plus uh, hours um, of surgery. And she is now home. Uh, she is getting just a little bit better every day. But it is quite a struggle. Uh, She can't sit. Uh, Laying down is very difficult. Can't roll over on either side. You can imagine how much discomfort and how difficult it is to sleep under those conditions. Uh, And and because it has been so draining uh, and she's so fatigued, she can't stand more than a few minutes. So literally, there's just no comfort um, for her at this point. But she is getting a little bit better every day. And I want to thank everybody that uh, offered up prayers for my bride. Uh, and I want to let you know that we are eternally grateful and that um, it won't be too terribly long. I, I think it's it, it, it'll be a little bit lengthy, maybe a month or so before she's closer to uh, her old self. But she will get there. And thank you for your concern. I, I deeply appreciate it. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free number 800-529-5572. If you want to live long, genetics, more than healthy habits, can get you there. Wall Street Journal has the piece. Now, Brian, you um, uh, uh, was it your, oh, it was your mother-in-law? How old was your mother-in-law when she passed? Uh, I can't remember exactly. So, I, what, I'm, what I'm getting to here is I think Denise is going to outlive you. Could be, yeah. Um, there is uh, there was a famous comedian who used to say that uh, the reason that women outlive men is because they're not married to women. Uh, I don't, I don't want to go there. I don't want to you know cast any aspersions, but it might be true. Uh, anyway, it turns out it is genetics that really make the difference. Some people uh, have that right genetic material. Diet and exercise can help. But if, you're, if you don't have the right genetic makeup, you know, living to 100 is, is just not going to happen. About 25% of your ability to live to 90 is determined by genetics. Knowing what enables some people to live very long lives has consequences for the rest of us. And they're doing research into this to try and figure out what it is. I've got friends, uh, my best friends uh from high school, uh Tom and Gary the liberal. They're, you know, their parents are living into their 90s. Tom's um Tom's father is still with us. Uh Gary's father just passed away last year. Uh, these guys are genetically they're going to be around long after I'm gone. I'm jealous. Um but Eating right and exercising will help, but it's really more a matter of genes, whether or not you live a long and healthy life. And apparently, it it, it even affects whether you get Alzheimer's or any of the other diseases of age. Kind of, uh, well, based on that, Brian, I might as well keep on smoking, no? Might as well, yeah. Yeah. Eat whatever I want and uh, don't get any exercise. Might as well have fun. Actually, that is my. By the way, that is my philosophy. Uh, you know, you're always hearing about how you can you'll live three years longer if you do this, or we're gonna we're going to punish you for doing something that's bad for your health. Don't drink too much coffee; it could shorten your life by a year. But you know that year will fly right by. Um, <laughs> I, no, I just think life is for living. Have a good time. If this is what you enjoy doing, do it. The government shouldn't get in your way. They shouldn't stop you from doing it. It's your life. They kind of have to. Why, Brian? Well, because Because you're you're too stupid. stupid. Yeah. Hang around for a few more years to pay that real estate tax and the personal property tax. That's what they really want. Government wants you off the Social Security rolls. That's what they want. Well, they, they damn near did it with but the COVID-19. Yeah. You don't, you're, you're not going to go down the conspiracy route, are you? No, I'm just saying that I'm sure that they would prefer that uh, you wait until, you know, 70, until you start collecting your Social Security benefits. Oh, yeah. And they're hoping that, oh, boy, it would be better if these people pass away. That way we just keep the whole thing and say, hey, see, Social Security's not that bad. Yeah, My advice to you and everybody, this is just my personal opinion, collect Social Security as soon as you can. And, yeah, maybe you'll get a little bit more if you happen to be one of the lucky ones uh, who make it to uh, 70 or 90 or 80 or whatever it is. But you know what? You take that money and invest it. And you'll be in a much better place. Uh, The wait for the big bucks, not worth it cuz we all know it's a bad deal and they're not Ponzi big bucks scheme. anyway <laughs> it's a couple hundred dollars yeah uh, it's just it's, yeah it's not worth it it is not worth it i wanted to talk about uh this uh uh ECMO a uh, piece in the wall street journal um dealing with how long you keep a loved one on uh, on a machine to keep them alive but we'll do that on monday Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. And Gwen, baby, honey, I'm coming home.